This is a download from MFR. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to the Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, we'll talk about the three magical numbers in Scottish football 12, 12, 18 plus. Look ahead to this weekend's trip to potential SPL title winners. They can wrap up the title on Sunday. Celtic, it's Cali Thistle away to Celtic looking for their second win there of the season. In the company of three Cali Thistles, Andy Johnston, Don Johnston and Jack Davis. Where to start? Let's start from the with the big story this week, 12, 12, 18. I'm looking at you, Don, because you've got a, a dossier You've brought that in with you. Um, Callie Thistle voted yes yep. in favour of the 12-12-18 the restructure. That's not to say that uh, it would have been implemented because it still required 75% of the vote from the SFL clubs, which uh, that vote was due to take place tomorrow, Friday. However, we know that it's, it's not going to happen now because of two clubs. St Mirren and Ross County said no. Your thoughts, please. Um... In a nutshell, I think it's it's opportunity missed, big opportunity missed. Um, Scottish football's been crying out for something new um, for years. I mean, practically since the SPL was it was formed, you know, people have been decrying it and they've been wanting to go back to a single league body. Um, you know, the, the the current structure, the twelve with the split into two sixes, fans have been saying for years they don't like it. We had the McLeish report there three years ago. Um, when the first part of that came out which said that it didn't work um, and this proposal goes on the table which for the most part w- was positive brought brought in 85-90% um, of what people have been asking for for years and it gets thrown out and after the meeting news was breaking we're not actually entirely sure now why it was thrown out Well, the two clubs who did vote against it, their chairman said that they have listened to the, their fans. Um, now that's not to suggest that 10 clubs who did vote for it didn't listen to their fans because I, I have an, a good authority that they did listen to their fans. They were consulted. Uh, Kenny Cameron, the Cali Thistle chairman, released a statement last week and they're saying that uh, he's he'd spoken with Cali Jags together, the supporters group. They were in favour of it as well. So he's gone down to Hamden with his fans' opinions about the 12-12-18 structure. Um, you sad to see it voted against? Yeah, as Don said, what, what, what actually was it that they voted against? Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, well, th- th- it's, there was supposed to have been clarity there that they went down with, the, the structure, how it was going to pan out, what was going to happen. And then next thing, we've got two clubs saying they voted against it, they were nearly there, but there was aspects that they didn't they didn't like... What is it that they didn't like? Um, I think they were confused about the the whole structure. The, the, you know the the the, the eights, um, you know, splitting into three eights and then the eighteen. I, I I personally I personally like the idea. I think it's exciting. It's refreshing. It could possibly change Scottish football for the better. Yeah, um, I'm actually not sure that it was voted out based on. On the structure, when you hear what what came out of the meeting, I mean, there was obviously reservations over these protected matters and the mm-hmm. 11 one vote and that being carried forward and things. But at no point prior to the meeting did 
did either chairman say um you know it was purely on on, on the structure certainly certainly Stuart Gilmore he was out of the blue seemed to come up with this uh you know voting structure levels and these mm-hmm. protective matters thing um Roy had always you know he had some concerns over selling season tickets etc 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 um but again it doesn't appear that that's why he's voted down at the meeting um so from what i can see the the, the proposal hasn't failed based on the structure um you know it's it's on it's on other matters um which is a bit bizarre jack i don't know if we did mention in the last podcast um correct me if i'm wrong but you performed at the stand at comedy club in edinburgh and by all accounts went down very well so a comedian's point of view on the joke that is the spl uh yeah it's a bit of a mess right now to be honest i think it, as don pointed out it was a great great chance to change scottish football for the better really we the sort of voting structure is it's a joke really that should have been changed was was pure lol trying to change it during the meeting is that not certainly was talking about which i think caused a bit of a rift think, as well i think there was a concession offered on it yeah yeah so um but yeah i think well i think county was it not something about how with the season tickets was because they didn't know who they were going to be playing next season as well and it's a sense of like yeah well, potentially that the, the, if they were in the, the bottom uh, four of the twelve they weren't sure who they were going to be playing um, in the, the top four of the, the the second twelve I'm all over the place with my twelves and eights but you could say that for the, for the current SBL format but because you don't know who you're going to be playing after the split surely the point is of a season ticket you're going to watch your own team mm-hmm. I don't have a Cali season ticket because I want to watch Celtic or I want to watch Morton or Park Thistle I want to go and watch Cali Thistle so I think that argument really needs to be sort of looked at. They look, everyone's got a right, Stuart Gilmore and yeah. Roy McGregor. You can't just like Stuart Millen on the steps of Hamden crying his eyes out almost about it. You can't sort of force people to vote like yes, but I think well we'll probably never know why they voted against it. So Roy McGregor, um we had the Ross County fans in before you guys and they were very proud of their chairman for sticking up uh, for for their beliefs as a club, um, he went down there and voted no. There was a lot of um, talk in the in the papers leading up to it. Perhaps a kind of a, a touch of bullying, perhaps from bigger clubs. Uh, chairman Peter Lowell uh, was in the papers, not saying he was bullying Roy, but he was, you know, trying to force the hand. Um, Callie Thistle did vote yes, though, and and and, ten, and nine other clubs also voted yes as well. Bigger clubs than. No disrespect to Ross County and St Mirren, but much bigger clubs than them. They're trying to drive Scottish football forward. Andy, would you blame Scottish, uh, St Mirren and Ross County for perhaps holding everyone back? No, I mean, it's, it's easy to, to lay the blame at two people. Eh? Two people stand out. What you tend to find, certainly in life, you, you get a group of individuals in a room and there is this peer pressure. And it does take a strong person to stand up and stop it, especially something as public as this. So from that perspective, actually, it's quite pleasing. It's refreshing to see people that will stand up and speak their mind. However, they kept saying there was no plan B. They kept saying there was no plan B. If there's no plan B, why wasn't all of this thrashed out before? We've been talking about it, it seems, for an eternity. And yet it comes to this. It, it, we, we come. It's almost like a game of brinkmanship, wasn't it? We're coming right up to this point, and it's dropped off. 
they've obviously got very good reasons. They're businessmen. They're, you know, they're, they're going into, into a forum where you're expecting everything to be made, every X to be, every, sorry, T to be crossed, I to be dotted. If there's any, um, say, anomalies, well, there's, there's some sort of plan to deal with that. And it just seems that, you know, that, that we got to this point and it just failed. How did that happen? Uh, that's, that's what I want to know. I asked the same question to the Ross County supporters, obviously, because Roy was one of the chairmen who stood up against it and asked him, were they proud of their chairman for doing so? They, they were. Um, same question to you, Don. Are you proud of your chairman for saying yes and, and trying to encourage change in Scottish football? Absolutely. Um, you know, Kenny took a slightly different approach to, to, to cons- talking to the fans, telling the fans about it. <clears throat> I mean, um, everybody talks about fan consultation, but the, by the point we came to in January when these proposals became public um, and were being really talked about, the consultation on, on what the fans in this country had already been done, there had been the, the Scottish Football Survey, um, you know, there had been emptying unofficial polls on websites and this, that and the next thing. So... You know the really uh, you know, the consultation had taken place. Fans had said that they wanted a single body. They wanted better financial distribution. They wanted rid of this um, voting structure, um, et cetera, et cetera. And they also said they wanted a bigger, bigger league. Um, and this proposal delivered on everything, apart from the bigger league. Um, you know, so yeah. So Kenny, we we sat down, college us together, s- went in to see Kenny to say, right, we need to we need to communicate this as, as best as possible to people. Um, and as a as an organisation, we we felt that it would be better if it came from us mm-hmm. rather than from the club, because then there could be no accusations of being, of of steer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenny laid open all the information that he had to Kalijags together, um, myself and the chairman um, put Kenny through the mill. Um, Mr. Balfour. Yeah, we, we we spent. I can imagine. We spent. We spent. I mean, poor Kenny. Um, <laughs> You know, we spent at least a good couple of hours uh, on two or three sittings, just really questioning him and putting him through the mill. And 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 we produced a, a document at the end of it, a presentation document at the end of it, which we delivered at a fans meeting and then made available online. Um, and within that was was all the information that was available at that time. Um, you know, so we didn't we didn't attempt to steer anybody. We presented all the information. We had the meeting at the start of the meeting. We asked the fans what the what their views were before we said a word. Um, vast majority of the room were were wanted it thrown out on its ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we presented the information to everybody in the room, and then people suddenly realised actually there was more to it than just a 12-12-18 league structure. There was all the other stuff. Um, and whilst nobody was was pleased with the structure, the 12-12-18, they accepted um, that it was necessary to and, and and worth it to get everything else. Um, and I think that's important. I think it's important to realise that I don't think anybody likes this twelve twelve eighteen. I don't think any of the clubs like the the, the twelve twelve eighteen. I actually quite like it. <laughs> you know, um, you know, you know, as a as a whole, as a collective. Yeah, yeah. But I just think I think it was necessary, you know, to tick all the boxes because it's not just twelve clubs you're talking about. It's forty two clubs. You know, so you're asking you're asking the twelve clubs who control the money, who control you know the power in the game, to give stuff up. Um, so you've got to offer them some protection and, and you offer them protection by making it for, from their point of view more difficult to be relegated mm-hmm. um, but you've then got to go to the, the other 30, 30 clubs 
yep. and say to them, we want you to come round the table. Um, and obviously, they're, what they're going to want, they're going to want a better a, a better slice of the finances. Yeah. They want to play in the SPL. And they want a better chance of playing in the SPL. Yep. So how do you do that? I mean, how do you how do you tick, how do you give one lot better chance of survival and the other lot a better chance of, of promotion? Um, and the 12-12 splitting into 8 ticks that box it's a, it's about the only structure really mm-hmm. that ticks that box um, keeping the current structure and introducing a playoff just makes it more dangerous for relegation so you're not going to get the 12 SPL clubs to, to agree to that No, and it doesn't offer enough to the SFL clubs for them to come up so I think I, I genuinely believe that this the 12-12 splitting into 3-8s was and possibly is even going forward um, in terms of, of structure the, the only thing that will get sufficient support from, from the clubs um, to see it through, um, and you talked about Stuart Gilmore and and Roy McGregor, and you know, um, and does blame lie with them or does praise lie with them? I, d- I don't think so. I think you know the SPL have to to accept, you know, some responsibility in this, um, in that the information wasn't communicated better out to everybody, you know. Everybody, and that's one thing you know that the, the SPL have never been great at. Some clubs have never been great at. Our club's not always been great at, it, mm-hmm. you know. But they are working on improving it. Um, really pleased with the way that Kenny allowed it, this to be handled. Um, but I think ultimately, there's the, the decisions been made, and there's a lot of feeling, and there's a lot of misguided feeling and misinformation out there. Um, and you still have the mainstream media pushing now that this failed on the the twelve twelve split into three eights when actually it didn't it failed because of voting rights and, and, and these other bits and pieces that nobody really got could got their head around because they only appeared in, they only, they only appeared in the last couple of weeks so mm-hmm. yeah well here's one for you Andy you nodded your head there when, when Don said about lack of information uh, coming from the SPL Neil Doncaster is the chief exec of the SPL is it time for him to go? <laughs> I mean you, if you're sitting at the head of an organisation that clearly needs to evolve, and it, and it does. There's there's no doubt that we need to evolve, and he cannot steer after an elongated process that this group to move forward and and evolve evolve into. Uh, you know, we talk about the twelve, twelve, eighteen. It may evolve beyond that. You know, I mean, this is this is something that they call it fit for purpose, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And we need something that's fit for this current climate. That's the SPL's um, buzzword, is it not? Yeah. yeah. Is it? And you know they all use these buzzwords. Buzzwords aside, the head of the organisation, if he cannot guide that organisation into um, whatever direct or guide it to whatever direction that the 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 that's required, then actually I feel someone else should should actually step in. Um, you know he has he has done good things in the past in other areas um, and and in the sports sports environment. But uh, just now, it, it, it just seems that he's 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 just not he's he's not got them working as a collective, and that's what we need to move forward. Um, if if we're not moving forward as a collective, then you, you wonder what in the next sort of um, area that we that this maybe the, they'll change one or two things on the voting rights or whatever. Well, well, will that fail because of something else? Mm-hmm. You know, we th- these 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 are chairman of clubs. If they can't grasp. The, the the intricacies of what's being presented, then there's something seriously wrong there. Um, Before we move on to talk about Cali Thistle, while we're all here, um, Jack, if you had a, a blank piece of paper at the moment, you are Neil Doncaster, I'll put you in these shoes, um, how are you going to 
to take Scottish football forward. If you, as a fan, had a chance to to rip it all up and start the game, what would you do? If I was Neil Doncaster, I would leave. <laughs> but uh, that's a joke there. See, he's getting better. He's getting better. Sometimes I actually feel sorry for Neil Doncaster. I really do. But some in this, you know, he makes it very difficult for himself. But it's there's there's never really going to be a, a perfect solution. Every mm-hmm. everything put on the table, there's people are always going to find flaws with it. I think it's they talk about this sort of self-preservation and the SPL and I don't think it's done through greed I think it's done more through fear really if if you do get relegated into the first division you're not thinking about oh, when will we get promoted again you're thinking are we actually going to have a club really I think that's it's the, there needs to be more sort of a fairer distribution of wealth but it's all, well they've been talking about they're sort of SPL clubs need to give something up and that's just the problem no one no one can agree with anything the voting structure needs changed so much needs to happen in Scottish football and no one really knows what to do about it. what would I do again I've no idea I don't honestly know what the, a perfect solution would be there needs to be more sort of a bigger league would be good but then how does that affect finances Mm -hmm. and that's the thing with chairman they are business people they're looking at the finances they're obviously wanting to agree with their fans but Mm -hmm. they've got to look at it from the financial aspect as well very good impression of Neil Doncaster because he too doesn't have a clue what to do Uh, let's look ahead to this weekend's game with Celtic it's the first game of the post split fixtures and uh, a nice easy trip to, to Parkhead, Don, with Celtic uh, one point away from wrapping up the, the SPL title. They might already have it wrapped up. The good old SPL have rescheduled the fixtures with Motherwell playing on Friday, so it might not. It may be an anticlimax when Cali Thistle turn up uh, on Sunday. Celtic might have already wrapped it up. But uh, again, fair play to the SPL for doing that. Uh, let's hope the Motherwell do win, and it's interesting because Cali Thistle go there having already beaten Celtic on their own patch. Well, no, let's go there hoping Motherwell lost um, from our well, point of course, of view. yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, you know, that's a that's a double bonus for us, yeah. Um, because yeah, it puts us with a chance of of getting a wee bit closer at Motherwell, and you know, you kind of going to hope that Celtic have been out partying all day Saturday and celebrating early and turn up with a hangover against us. Um, I don't think that will happen. I think they'll, you know, one way or another. You know they'll they'll want Saturday to be the party day, whether that's by going out there and winning the game um, on Sunday. Sorry, whether that's by going out there and winning the game, or whether it's celebrating the fact that it's already been sealed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to have too much of a bearing on what happens on the pitch, um, or the effort that they put in on the pitch. Um, but yeah, I look forward to it. We've, you know, Cali Thistle have got a habit of of um, putting the boot into Celtic when they're you know when they've got something that they're looking forward to celebrate. Um, beating the cap or be it denying them uh, titles. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I know I've spoken to a few Celtic fans when the when the fixtures came out and they were oh, we want anybody but you. Um, <laughs> you know, so because more so than anybody in the last few years, we've had a habit of of getting one over on them. And you know, I'm more I'm more perfectly capable of going there on Sunday and doing that again. I haven't obviously spoke to him uh, spoken to him this week because he hold he's, he's due to hold his press conference tomorrow, but. Uh, Andy, I'm sure a Mr. T. Butcher would love to play the role of party pooper. 
on Sunday. <laughs> Party pooper, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he'd be delighted to go down. I'm sure he'd be delighted to beat anybody on Sunday. Yeah, because and, that's not being a bit bush. Cali will yeah. need the three points we, just we, as much. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it just so happens it's Celtic. It just so happens that they could be clinching the league. Uh, it just makes all of these things sweeter, isn't mm-hmm. it? We've We've beaten them on their own park we've beaten them at Cali Park we've beaten we've beaten the old firm we, we've been a thorn in the side of the old firm for years now uh, probably more so than any other club of our size um, I'm looking forward to it actually I hope the tur- I hope Celtic turn up but I hope we turn up as well because I'd love to see us beating a good Celtic team which we've done in the past and we have got the capability to do that and uh, again it baffles me that the, 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 the fixtures that you know, Celtic are there. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great even just and and this is purely from a Celtic perspective, which sounds a bit wrong, but um, you know, wouldn't it be great for them to know that they if they won it that day, and then other clubs playing it. You remember that we've seen it before, where we, we've had all the last games and the last day of the season, and it's swinging one way and the other, and, and that's entertainment. Hey, that's football. It's excitement for everybody, um, and then just to, for Cali to take it away right at their death. I mean, that would be good. Well, we did see Dundee United run them very close last week in the, in the yeah. Scottish Cup semi-finals. So, and, and I haven't been overly impressed with Celtic this season, albeit out with their Champions League performances because we all know how good they were in Europe. But in terms of domestic life, I don't think they've been really uh, on fire this season. They might prove me wrong on Sunday and, and absolutely a horse, uh, Cali Thistle. But uh, recently, Celtic have been... They're, they're definitely... Are capable of slipping up, especially at home. Well, first of all, Dave, that's disgraceful that you're more concerned about postponing Celtic's title party than as possibly catching Motherwell. No, no, I, your I, boyhood I... club, Cali Thistle, as well. That's <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> You've been waiting ages for that, haven't you? You've been Months. waiting ages. No, no, I am. I am. I'd, it would be just so. What a Sunday it would be uh, if Celtic that's slipped fabulous. up. There is nothing better coming up the road, is there? There is nothing better. They keep what they always say: uh, the long trip down the road after we've beaten teams, and there is nothing better than the long trip up the road Uh, when we've won. You know, especially you know, well, anybody actually, but more sweeter against the old firm when they've got so many finances, so many. They've got a, a team that every every other club in Scotland would just love to have. You know, the players they've got, the finances, the training facilities. It's wonderful to beat these teams and come mm. up the road. Yeah. Jack, just touching on what we, we did speak about there, although there is a lot at stake for Cali Thistle as well, perhaps that could play to their advantage because everyone's talking about the title, one point away from the title. It might be wrapped up before then, of course. We, we all know that Motherwell play on the Friday night, but uh, Cali Thistle once more just might sneak under the radar. Yeah, well, when we went down there last November, I don't think we had too high hopes of getting a result mm-hmm. after the week we had as well and <coughs> we got a we got a result there I think Selic maybe have one eye off the ball or the, well they know they only have to avoid defeat or it might already be a, a done conclusion anyway but I think uh, well with Selic they've had no competition this season really with Rangers out of the league and it's something that we disagree well, yeah. well let's be honest like <laughs> I know a lot of people are saying that the league was going to be wrapped up before Christmas and they've been... That's why they're disappointing me because I expected Celtic to have the title wrapped up in time for Santa Claus coming but alas, they haven't. Well, they have been 
at times they have been dreadful. They've done well in Europe, at least they've sort of we'll give them that. had that and some good results there, making Scottish football proud of them for once. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, I, I think Celtic, well it's actually kind of worrying thinking how many titles Celtic could win in a row before Rangers might get back in the league. Don't unless keep talking about Rangers because there is a new second and third force in Scottish football, Motherwell and Cali Thistle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he didn't talk about Cali Thistle or Celtic. I'm trying to be positive, but <laughs> no one will ever catch Celtic. Unfortunately, we just don't have the. I, I think you take. I think it takes away a bit from the other eleven teams in the league this year to to put it all at the feet of Celtic not being as great as they should be because this season has been very different than any season we've seen in a long time, and that sniff at a chance of Europe or the, a, a greater chance of Europe. Um, you know, through the absence of them who must not be named, um, has meant that we, we've all gone out there and, and everybody's gone out there and everybody's had a go this season. There's been that that sense of the priority being not to lose, which has been mm-hmm. there in the past, whereas now teams are going out to win. You know, it's not a case of, yeah, a draw will do because that keeps us away from relegation or that keeps us away from, from the relegation battle or it gets us into the top six. I think all, I think all twelve teams, you know, to a certain extent, but certainly the eleven, um, out with Celtic, this they've they've gone for it. You know, they've been out there. There've been some really great games of football, in the SPL this season, um, you know, and, you know, long may that continue. Long may that attitude, continue. Long may we have managers who are willing to to send players out, and, um, you know, and it's really exciting, and it's really exciting as well because a lot of clubs are using a lot of young players this season as well, which you know, and it's it, it's really good. Um, yeah, so yeah, Celtic are maybe not what they've not met expectations in terms of of uh, sealing off the league sooner than than what they might. But you know, I think credit for that and credit for keeping the keeping them there goes to to all the other eleven teams in the league as well. I'm not saying it's a bad league. This has been probably the best season I've ever sort of seen in the SPL since Rangers have been out of it. I'm just saying that no team can out with Rangers can ever challenge Celtic for the title I would love to see it happen but unfortunately no other team just has the sort of finances or the Perhaps fan base the to distribution of finances we might see a change in that well not if it's like well, we 10% because... of Celtic's <laughs> turnover we won't, yeah, yeah. we won't because of Monday's vote uh, just quickly before we go uh, Andy um, I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm asking this question towards you I'm not saying you're a potty mouth at all Um <laughs> There is there may be uh, kids listening, so just watch your language. But Neil Lennon is in the stands. Neil Lennon because of a few sweary words. Um. Well, he's very passionate. We'll say that. Um, my my memory of Neil Lennon was filming from the main stand when um, they were denied their equalising <laughs> penalty when we when we denied them the league, and he turned and he tried to kick one of his juice bottles into my area. Um, He's a very passionate man, eh? Um, you know, swearing. Well, hey, if you sat and had a microphone down at the pitch side and listened yeah. to what was what, what's being said, um, you know, it's it's just because it's within earshot of other officials. Uh, the players get away with it. Uh, they don't get away with it in other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, rugby, for example. Yeah, rugby, for example. You know, where, you, where the refs are mic'd up and you can hear it. You can you you, you know you can listen to the ref as a as a fan. Um, I think it would be. Uh, I think that would be one step too far. Just listening to what's said, but Neil Lennon in the stands. Well, that 
I'm not interested in Neil Lennon. I'm interested in Cali Thistle. Indeed, live commentary of Celtic versus Cali Thistle on MFR2 Super Scoreboard Live this Sunday from 12pm with me, Ian Ald, and Mike Noble as well in the commentary box. And just in case you're interested, St Johnston Ross County is just after it. So, St Johnston. To Ross, to Ross County, yeah, yeah, we can Aye. listen, they'll be back up the road. Celebrating our win. <laughs> Let's hope so. Live commentary then on MFR2 Super Scoreboard Live from Sunday. Our coverage gets underway at 12. My thanks to Andy, Jack and Don. That's it from us here. We'll see you next week.